Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today we got... Kyle McIntyre. And very, uh, very special guest. It's been a long-awaited... Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, highly demanded, we've I would been, say. We've been begging. Yeah, I think we've been begging. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the listeners have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, we got uh, my dad. My dad. My... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mr. Pretty lucky to have me in the uh, in, in the, the house. Yeah, <laughs> so we have a lot of calls. My people to his people, our people, <laughs> but he's here. In the, you know, in the in the flesh, not uh, too much flesh. Yeah, there you go. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us. Hey, you know, I gotta you know give back to the little people. Yeah, yeah. So you have a busy schedule. You pencil this in, so yeah, we're still in. Yeah. But no, uh, you're not even worthy of a number two pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to wrap the show up. Why real, do they have so quick. many number ones or no, uh, different numbers of pencils? Do they? Why? Why can't no. they just have? They don't. I they mean, have, don't they not three, in my. Line don't they have of three work. numbers? You've got different lead hardness. Okay. And you've got. Uh, I think the softest one is the HB, and then you've got B, and then you've got H. Then I think there's two H. Then there's F. And uh, it all has to do with just the uh, the content of lead, or the no, just the the, the or the graphite. I, I don't know what makes up the like material, so, but it has to do with its its level of hardness. So I remember, like some pencils you get at school, it's like you borrow some like one from someone, and it sucks. It's like it's like barely writing. It's like the watercolor of pencils. It's like no, you just never yeah, had no. That. It's like uh, I think the mechanical ones. Those ones um, are great. I love mechanical pencils. What point oh seven or whatever or point seven? What's like the thickness of the point seven? No, is it point oh seven or point seven millimeter? No, it's. it's I like, use the five millimeter, the seven millimeter, and the nine, and the nine. Yeah. Sometimes the three. I used to, but you have to be very careful because it's awful thin lead and pretty easy to break. Yeah. Oh, and like I remember well, those mitts. You're probably breaking all of them. I remember like writing, <laughs> like learning how to like write. On you know like your letters and stuff like that. I think we're like five, and we'd use like architect like your pen tell like <laughs> you know. Oh, you did steal my pen <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell. I told you back back, back, <laughs> back when I was caught you. Yeah, back when I was five. Yeah, we'd use it. I remember we'd sit on your architect desk, and you're like, all right, you got to write those like letters. And I remember it being so like precise. I'm like, you got to do it better, 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 better. And we do it. And then when we grow up, I'm like, I watch like look at your handwriting. I'm like. <laughs> It's, it's dog it, shit. It's exactly like mine. I write all capital letters. <laughs> well, because that's you know you that's the pass way you do the good traits. Well, you, know? well, you, you got to learn the rules so that you can you know, you know break them. break them and bend them. Well, no, I mean you have to when you do the architectural lettering. Mm-hmm. It's all in caps. Yeah, and uh, the best way to do. I used a chiseled edge so I could get. The vertical's thin and the horizontal's thick. It's just an artistic style. And then yeah. I use a crutch, which was basically a triangle. Yeah. You can use a 30-60 triangle or a 45 triangle, small four-inch triangle. And it's just, you get the verticals perfect. Yeah. And then the horizontal's freehand and obviously the circular, you know, like O's and G's. But I had a, you know, a special way of doing that to kind of set it off from everybody else. Did you ever use like your plotter to do that? <clears throat> Plotter. Well, well the plotter would be if you used it for, you know, based on a on a CAD program. Yeah. And it's going to plot out. But it used to have an old MUTO, okay, uh, pen and pencil plotter. And uh, what it- uh, Oh, I remember that. It was like the size yeah, of like a pickup like, pick truck. Yeah. 
(laughs) 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 And so it would, uh, it would, the carriage for the pen, it would pick it up from the carousel. It had like nine pens or pencils. Yeah. Or you could do a combination of the two. And it would roll the paper back and forth. Oh, that's crazy. And then the carousel, the, the, the pen, the carrier would go, Across, so you'd get that, you know, X and Y. Yeah. To get that's how it created the the curves, circles, and things like that. And it made one hell of a noise. It had all these weird tones that it would give out for it moving. It's probably the servos or something. Yeah, it should be something we should probably just dust in them or something. Mic it up and then yeah, sample. sample. I couldn't (laughs) have it. I had to give it away. Oh, because (laughs) nobody wanted it. It was so old. Mm -hmm. Someone wanted for the sounds probably. But in the in the eighties, it was. The state of the art. It was the shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they used to land uh, the rover on the moon. Yeah. So I mean, Not you guys can that. already yeah, hear the the tone of this episode. It's gonna be a lot of like sidetracks and a lot of fun because I mean, obviously, Kyle and I are both familiar with uh, my dad, and so we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna riff here back and forth. But let's uh, get to the what's news with everybody. Kyle, what's new with you? I uh, I got a pedal. I think I prefaced it in the last episode. Maybe just barely, but I got a pedal from uh, 37 Effects, Doug Christ. Yes. It's the fat guy in a little coat fuzz. Um, pass it to you, Dan. Show and tell here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it just looks like a knob and a button and a little bit of plastic. Yep. Damn, you got it. A <laughs> yeah. couple RCA uh, connectors there and or jacks and yeah. Yeah. that's it. That's a fair assessment. That's a hell of a So I got uh, a custom color. There. I got uh, the, uh, like purple. Yeah. Um, looks sick. Purple and black. Kind of yeah. pur- purple and promising. I just yeah. got it, so I haven't played it yet. And then we are uh, comparing it to the one that I had, which is pink. Yeah. And I had the hand-wired version, and you have the like one of the first PCB versions. I believe so, yeah. So, so you, little... you got Hustler colors. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You remember the font? Think Pink. Oh. There you go. From the, it, was a, it was a big ad that uh, was a billboard that was done in uh, uh, LA, I think it was, mm. for Hustler magazine. And it just said, Think Pink. Yeah. And then they would do their uh, movie reviews, right? And uh, on yours, the purple... See, they had, they had one, you go through and do the X-rated movie reviews. That's when it was done on film before they went to the cheap video. Yeah, the and cheap shit. The ch- <laughs> well, no, I mean, they cheap. did it on actual film, you know, because yeah. they made, you know, they were real, you know, movies as much as a, a pornography style. Uh, I like this subject. Keep going. Deal <laughs> could be. And uh, their rating was, you know, you had the totally limp. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They had uh, the quarter erect, half erect, and then three quarter, which was purple and I think purple and promising. <laughs> so there's your. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, Doug, for the purple and promising. So you got it all set up. You there. didn't know you were doing it, but now <laughs> I, you I, did. I think you did. I think you did. I think you're going to sell through these. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be the color <laughs> scheme. Get ready. Get some more uh, purple, pink. <laughs> that's going to be the pink. Purple the, and promising. Yeah. Purple and promising <laughs> color. Um. I guess uh, something else that's new is uh started finding mice in my house. Fuck. Found. What, in the garage? No, in the house. Well, I know there's mice, in, and I got to attack them. I got to go after them now. But I've been finding droppings for a while now, and I haven't done anything. In the house? Now the house. Well, how, how the hell are they getting in the house? I have no idea. 
We're so, both really offended. I know. Um, <laughs> let me tell a story, guys. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe you ought to clean up your crap a little bit more. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Quit oh. shitting in the corner. Would yeah. You? <laughs> no, just leaving all your food stuffs all over the place. I don't. I eat all that of trash my, can. My pizza crust. The trash can in the garage. How are they getting in the trash can? If I if, put, if a mouse can I, get its nose and and it can and get head anything, through, yeah. it, it's going to get the whole body. Yeah, through. but I, I grease the sides with butter. How are they getting up that? <laughs> 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 Instead of taking out the trash, you're like I'm going to prevent them from. Yeah, I'm well, you, gonna, use you a just use a little oleo margarine on the li- side, licking there. the side of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how they get so big find, and strong. Where did you find the so, droppings? Well, I didn't find any droppings in the house. Oh, well, that's good. See one? Yes, we saw one. Oh, you saw a mouse in the house? In the house. Yeah, mouse in the house. Probably came under the... the uh, Screen. The screen. Screen door, yeah, because there's a gap about... It's that's, pretty big. That's it's all. more than enough. They only need like, like right, this yeah. much. They can flatten out so... They were small too. But so, do you have any neighbors that have dogs? Uh, Yes. And how well do they take care of the dogs as it relates to their food? Is it outside? I have no idea. I'm not in their backyard or... Yeah, well, which neighbor mission, is it? Is mission, it the mission one impossible. to the? Excuse me, uh, I need to speak to you about. Is it those. the one to the? Yes, it's to the, the north, it's or the is it numbnuts to, to the south? Yeah. So you see, they, they they won't answer you. So you got to well, do your own investigation. Just hop over the fence, <laughs> eat their dog food, see what but kind if that, of. Uh, I, I, I lay odds ten to one that they probably have food outside. Yeah. And oh, you know what? Them. Both. I'm an idiot. Both neighbors have dogs. Well, then there you go. Boom! Fucking screw. Because I had perfect storm. We had. We had roof rats here. And, that was just a band. Uh, they would crawl across the top rail of the fence mm-hmm. and eat all my avos. I mean, avocado and seed, everything gone. Dang. And they were coming from from the neighbor's uh, uh, storage shed because that's where they put their food for yeah. their dogs. And they left the, the, the dog food uh, out. Yeah. And they were just, you could see these little bastards. I mean, they were quite adept at swinging from one branch to another. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Spider-Man over there. Like no, no, just... no, I'm not kidding you. They would, you know, they, they would find a way to get over because there was a clear gap enough, but they would get out on the end of the branch of the ficus and let it drop down and then crawl up the, uh, the branch of the avocado damn. tree. And I had no avocados one year. They ate every goddamn one. Fuck. But then no that, toast. that prick finally moved and yeah. the problem went away. Well, Same thing with the gophers because I had gophers. Never had gophers before. Never had a problem with gophers. Okay? Until that dude moved in. He had dogs. And the dogs obviously chased the gophers out of the yard. yard. And they tunneled their little asses right underneath the fence. <laughs> and they ate... Two or three of my citrus trees. They ate the roots because I would sit there, you know, take care of them and do what you got to do with fertilizer and what have you, and keep the watering. And they kept dying. And I watched these things just slowly die, and then I finally went up to one of them on the hillside and just wanted to root around at the base because I had a little tree well for them, you know, keep the water in place. And I barely touched the thing, and the thing fell over. The roots were gone. <laughs> I, I mean, completely gone. They ate the all the roots. They had their little mounds of dirt, you know. Yeah. And they, you know, they like to cover the hole that they burrow in and out of. And so I did uh, what I thought was going to be, you know, the cool thing to do and try to get rid of them is I found their entrance to their their burrow and I took the hose and I 
turned the water on. Very Bill Murray moment. And it was just like, where in the fuck is all this water going? I said, the thing was on for half an hour, and it, they must have had a circuit treaty of holes and burrows like God only knows what. For all I know, it could have gone across the street. Well, they came from hell, so. And then yeah. it finally it, came, <laughs> it finally worked its way out and came out through the face of the block wall or the, the gravity wall. And um, needless to say, it didn't do anything. I uh, went to the depot there and picked up some of the uh, sound generating devices. They yeah. send out a tone. Did those work? Well- you know, everybody says, oh, none of that shit ever works. Well, my neighbor so has them running, I, which is fucking annoying. Well, they, they work I off of solar, them. and they'll send out a tone yeah. every uh, every so often, and I haven't had any uh, gopher since. But this, they're all over the place here. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, they're ankle breakers. I'm oh, serious. I know all about ankle breaking. Yeah, well, because you don't pay attention where you're walking half yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, because you think you're better than everybody, you walk around with your nose up. No, the, the air. back. <laughs> yeah, back to the mice. Not very advisable to do in the current vid one nine situation. There you go. Got <laughs> <laughs> my nose out. Yeah. Um, with so, your chin diaper there. <laughs> right? Oh Jesus! So, uh, found three mice in the house. Three, three of them. Uh oh. So we put out glue traps and put them in choke points. Put a sprinkle a little food in the middle. First, we could see them. They would run it. They're running everywhere. They're trying to get rid of, you know, away from us. And then we're like, well, put a little bit of bait in the middle. Caught the first one. The thing was like squeaking like a motherfucker. Mm. Did you take a baseball bat and just take it and put it out of its misery? Uh, I I stepped on it very slowly. I took it my size 12. Did you crush it to where there's actual (laughs) gray matter (laughs) exuding from from their ears? The hair, the fur, like just. Mad, oh, you're yeah. like I'm enjoying every moment of it. No, I, I actually didn't do it. My uh, mother-in-law drowned him in like a bucket of water. Drowned him? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I know. I know. Fuck, she's a badass. I, know that's any <laughs> I think she's experimenting with how to kill me. You sure she wasn't a member of the uh, Nazi party during World War Two? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's better than just leaving him on the glue trap and throwing it away, right? And having it die in there, just mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, I guess. So caught three and haven't fa- found any more. So there you go. And like the, it was like in one night we f- we got we got one and then or <laughs> two and then one in the morning. Do yourself a favor. Go around the perimeter of the house, especially on the Flame side. Floor. Take your gun. No, no, <laughs> where the water heater is. Yeah. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. Yeah. That that's the uh, entrance in. point. Yeah. Because they whoever put that in, Didn't you know, you got the gas it. line. I don't know if that's on the surface or if it's coming through the wall. Yeah. And then you've got the penetration of uh-huh. the cold water and hot water. Yeah. yeah. And, and if get it's, the pe- pest blocking spray and just fill that hole probably. Yeah, you could use the foam, but they'll eat through the foam. No, we get the pest one. They won't eat through the pest one. Well, either that or just get uh, some uh, hydraulic cement or something or uh, some mortar and just mortar around the opening. Yeah. Or you can use intumescent caulking. Yeah. It's a fireproof caulking. And it, right. it, it'll, I don't know if it dries completely hard, but it's. Well, we don't have to get into specifics, but yeah. Well, but no, it, the listeners might need to know. They, they yeah, got you never know you if got, they got, you got mice. They were the cutest little fucking fur. They were oh, really yeah, tiny. they are until they, you know, spread the, you know, uh, the hantavirus. And, and the next like thing you know, you're on, everywhere. you're on your deathbed, you know, spewing up your guts. At my work, one time there was a, a mouse, it, you know, in, in, the, in the house there. 
And then I was like, uh, seeing it, it people were like, I saw it, I saw it. I'm like, okay, well, you, okay. So they, uh, Western or whatever, the you know, pest you know, control came by and put up traps or whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then one morning, I think I was, um, I don't know, unloading a truck or whatever. And I saw the thing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to catch him and I'm going to be really like, you know, trying to scoot him outside. And then so he was running. And well, that, then, that like, little fucker needs to bite you. And, and then you don't no, know he, what the hell he's got. He's going. And then I just take, take my foot and just like, Poof, like soccer kick him into the door. I'm like, and he, he's just like stunned, he's, stunned oh, at dude, that point. Why'd you do that? And I'm like, no, because I was like, I was thinking fast because he was fast. And like, who was faster? Me. Who had more power? Me. Who's, you just had more mass in your feet. Exactly. Would have so kicked I, you too. I, I fucking like, but like throwing my foot out, I just like kicked him right into the door. Just like, poof. And I'm like, and he just like stood there. I'm like, he's probably alive still. So I kind of took him and I just like. Poof. Flung him out. Gloves on, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> like gloves. I'm like, like I said, I don't know what he had. Yeah, so, bite proof gloves yeah. on. And I'm like, well, yeah. throw them out there. It's like, <laughs> throw them out there. I'm like, no, because you got to be luck, careful, buddy. you know, because you get that that sweet maple syrup type smell seems to be indicative of the mouse or rat urine. Some some oh, rodent. I know what you're talking about. Mm. And I, mean, I don't I don't know. There what was uh, one of these like, uh, uh, home improvement. Shows on uh, home improvement, HGTV, home yeah. and garden television, <laughs> and it was it was the one where they'd have people that were supposedly not professionals that were just going to do some improvements on their house. You can do this house, too, and you know, uh, figure out how to make it work so they could save money. And so the one the the husband well, went down into the I guess it was the basement and decided to clean things up in preparation for this work to be done, only to catch. A dose of the hantavirus, and he died. Oh shit! Actually, that was you know the wife was left <laughs> with just her, and I don't know if they had any kids, but yeah. it's a real problem. So yeah. you got to be careful about that because it 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 it's uh it's still there and and I, I think in a, a, a dust like form, and you just you get in there, you start messing around with it, and you don't you're not masked up. Yeah, you know, I mean that stuff is is deadly. Yeah, damn, but. You yeah. just got to be careful. Yeah, that, that's my what's new. Uh, Dad, what do, you, do you have anything new in your week? Anything, you know? Yeah, I had a little... Uh, a little uh, Fiasco? I don't know if it would be elevated to fiasco status. Kerfuffle. But, <laughs> but it was <laughs> definitely... A, sliding there was a little bit of uh, excitement uh, here at the old Ponderosa. Yeah. And <laughs> had to do with uh, tree trimming, shall we say? Yeah. And, the uh, hot, hot zone. Uh, yeah, apparently... Uh, as the old saying goes, uh, big, tall, well-built fences make great neighbors. <laughs> and and uh, apparently I didn't have one big enough, tall enough, or well-built enough to keep this uh, neighbor situation good. brain Neighbor. surgeon away from uh, <laughs> causing a problem. So had a little bit of a disagreement about the old ficus. Yeah, what's, the, what's the juice? Tell me. Uh, just uh, you know, somebody who uh, uh, thought they had a little more say in what was going on with the the tree that I was getting trimmed, and uh, just I'm assuming kind of hanging over your property line. Yeah, but this, see, that's kind of a common misconception. People think that uh, you can't have you know uh, trees 
overhang property. Now, you can't have trees from your property go and damage other people's property with roots and yeah. or even tree limbs. I mean, if a tree limb does uh, fall, or fall and cause damage, well, you're, of course, you're going to be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. But just in an otherwise healthy you know, uh, situation like that, it uh, more than likely is not going to become a problem because I, I can't control where the fucking thing grows. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, and as far as those who, you know, believe in, in climate change, global warming or whatever the hell they call it today, mm-hmm. I, I think we need more trees, not less. Uh, they do give off that life-giving oxygen and take in the old CO2 that's supposedly the scourge of modern society. So there's not a real big incentive to get rid of the trees that aren't, uh, you know, unhealthy. So- so what, what this uh, this individual who thought that I should have uh, trimmed much more to satisfy his requirements because uh, apparently he's a little fucking lazy and doesn't want to pick up the he leaves. Wants someone else to- it was something that I know that needed to be dealt with. The tree needed to be trimmed. Yeah, uh, but I there's a point at which you you know can only go so far with it. Yeah, and it could cause the detriment to the tree. Exactly. Yeah. You and, have- and it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, some people may say, oh, it's just this big obtrusive thing and, you know, it's a big old problem and I just, I'm sick and tired of looking at it. I don't want to, you know, clean it up and this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, dude, I don't think you do any fucking cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners who don't have neighbors as close, you would say to your house, your property, the neighbor is probably what? Like... Oh, fuck, man. It's, it's feet or less? Yeah, probably. I mean, if you go from house to house, it's about, uh, uh, I'd say about 15, 20 feet. Yeah. No, no, probably about, about 20 feet. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it just- It's uh, close quarter. It, 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 but there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, various, uh, you know, uh, foliage and uh, other uh, just, uh, encumbrances on the properties. It's got to light his house on fire. That's on the way no, to- it, ju- it just shows like how like maybe some people aren't as close to their neighbors. It's like, sometimes it's like, it's a bitch and it's just dealing with them. It's like, ugh. It's just like, it so as they do. say, life's a bitch and then you marry one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so you got no, some. No, 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 no. Not in all instances. Yeah, some ker- kerfuffles with the, the, the foliage. Uh, I think, there. I think it, it was a little more in a kerfuffle. Well, I mean, I'd like to, he's a, he's, I'd like to fucking plant his ass six feet under. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but that's the, that's the, what's new with you. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, what's new with you? Uh, let's see. So I did get, uh, some pedals from, uh, Tim over at Bardic Audio Devices, and uh, one of them being uh, the Punk Baird. Show the class. Punk, punk Bard, yeah. and uh, that is like an orange rock verb in a box. I have the actual amplifiers, but he kind of did yeah. that in a MIDI pedal. Well, you had to get it. Yeah, so I was like, just to kind of test it out. Uh, it's very cool. I did it on a live stream and tested it out. Uh, people really dug it, and then I'll do a proper video for that one. But then he also gave us uh, the... Uh, Bard O, which is like a sun amp in a box. It's like really tiny. So uh, just a similar, you know, one knob kind of deal. So like a sun amp style drive in a box and you can get like, it's really bassy. Do you get your uh, knob polished? Yeah. It's the one big knob. <laughs> no, that's your job. <laughs> the knob polish. Here. 
Pass it over. But he's got the, yeah. How is this any different than uh, your purple and promising there? Yeah. It, it looks like the same goddamn thing to There's me. other stuff inside of it. That's yeah, different. So it's the circuit on the inside. Oh, it's defines, what's on the inside. Yeah, that yeah, it's matters. inner beauty. Yeah. 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 Inner but beauty. on the outside, they look different. Yeah. Say well, this one's purple, and yeah. that one's black. Yeah. What is this? Have? Does this have the Star of David on it? No, it's like a no. geo... I don't even know what, what kind of design oh, no, it is. No, it's It's not. almost like a, was it the 20-sided die? Almost yeah. like for D&D, that kind of thing. But yeah, Oh, well, Christ, you're not into that fucking shit, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying... God, the, I remember I'm in, saying in, the in, geometric in, shape. in junior high school, the D- Dungeons & Dragons Guys. group. <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, whatever, you know, turns their crank. Yeah. <laughs> but it was... <laughs> I, I know and that's nothing. Something I never got into, but uh, there was there was that contention because I don't I don't know how long that's been around. Was it when did that first come into I don't play? Know. I have no idea. I know it was in Stranger Things, which was supposed to be like eighties or whatever. Well, this yeah. is the seventies. I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, so it's even about. before then. But um, yeah, we got those pedals, and they're really cool. Uh, we're going to be giving away. Uh, the Bard O, which is the sun in a box. Like, uh, we'll post it on Instagram, some info and Facebook and stuff like that. So, uh, really uh, big uh, shout out to Bardic Audio Devices. They both sound really cool. So, I think uh, the giveaway, that might get lost in the mail. I don't know. Oops. (laughs) No, sorry. Oops, all pedals for me. Oops, all pedals for me. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so that was um, really cool. I really dig uh, both of those pedals. And just keep an eye out. Uh, Check out Instagram for the video on the bar or the punk bard. And then I'll do another video and I'll post it on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that for the Bard O. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, he makes these pedals and I didn't know he made just like, I thought, you know, I really was scrolling through Instagram. I thought they were just boost pedals. Yeah. But they're actually like drive pedals, like one knob drive in a box and like mini pedals. So they're tiny. They're like really little small guys and they sound great. And there's so many different flavors of that. So, you know, for people that say that mini pedals are dead or dying or whatever. Mm -hmm. No. No, and that's then, where it's like things have gotten so much smaller. Even these are boutique builders that are making it like in their like you know in their free time, mm-hmm. but they're cranking out these smaller pedals. Yeah, which they're are great making these, and they, they, they you, you know, throw that on anywhere on a board. Yeah, if you're like I don't have any space, well you have the space for this. And yeah, I should mention that they're both like ninety dollars. Yeah, so they're not crazy. a whole lot of money as opposed to like something like. Hundred fifty bucks or yeah. you know two hundred dollars for like a Wampler or whatever for like was, was it the sun was it the uh, earthquake or sun one that was like four hundred five hundred dollars yeah the actual yeah the sun life pedal or whatever life it was. pedal that's what it was yeah yeah you can get that Jesus it's like yeah Christ. so check check that out I know he's got some that are coming out for Halloween so it'll be after this episode's out yeah but yeah uh, so big ups to Bardic Audio Devices and then um yeah that's kind of it for the West I guess I did want to mention I wanted to bitch. So I, I talked about it on the episode. So I bought these uh, gravity picks. They're um, per pick. They are like, you know, they're like <laughs> five, four, five dollars. And I talked about how great they are. And I'm like, I really like the way that they feel. They, you know, like they're playing bass. But um, I'm passing these two around. They have gotten destroyed. Yeah. After like, a show, one show playing these. I, the old ones that I bought, I talked about how great the, we, we went back and forth about how, like the re- gravity picks, how you said you didn't like them. Yeah. I talked about how much I, I dug them and I was like, oh no, I totally justified the $5 piece kind of deal. They're bullshit. They <laughs> <laughs> just threw them on the ground. <laughs> they, like, they, I think they changed the formula. They probably did. Because I bought like some four or five years ago and they lasted four or five years of me playing and recording bass, playing bass on stage, whatever, 
practicing. You you got new ones because you probably lost them, right? Well, no, because like they they, they wore out, out. They yeah, wore okay, out okay. after four or five years, and then I got them. I'm like, oh cool, I'll buy like five of them instead of two this time. <sighs> yeah, so I'm already down to three, and so I'm like, you know, gravity picks. I'm like, ah, I would say miss them. I'm gonna go with uh, Dunlop. I'm just gonna go with Dunlop uh, Gator grips. Dunlop. The, yeah, uh, not, not the, the tires. No, oh. yeah. Dunlop makes. <laughs> they, uh, like, have, they, have they gravitated towards uh, you know the music uh, there's a, there's side a of things? Dunlop, and then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's Dunlop oh. tires. Fucking yeah, yeah well, I was gonna say, man, time zones be tough. <laughs> Vulcanizing, <laughs> they're, they're branching out. <laughs> yeah. What's well, like Yamaha? They make what instruments? Oh, but they make that's, still, that's yeah. still the same company yeah. though. And then Yamaha they, makes everything: keyboards and fucking CDs and fucking yeah. They make everything. So. They make, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so the the Jim Dunlop picks. I'm like, they're what the Gator Grip 2.0 millimeter. They're uh, what four dollars? Five dollars? Sure not the tire manufacturer. Yeah, my, uh, Gator Grip. I mean, come on, you know that's kind of like a tread design. <laughs> Who knows? But I, I just know that the <laughs> Gravity Picks are uh, no bueno for me. So yeah. unless they're giving away you know free ones, at, I'll at take NAM them. Where they give you one, I'll and take you'll them. only do that under extreme protest. Yeah, I'll, 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 like okay, I'll take a free one. But uh, yeah, I, sh- I keep showing I them believe to the, you. Booth, b- the booth with different like you know, like I, I have know. mustache, I have like glasses, I have like all a, the plastics get being used to put up barriers and stuff. So mm, maybe yeah, so they ran different. out of their original supplier. Yeah, but it's uh, they're kind of kind of bullshit. That's so, I mean, a possibility. Word huh? to the wise out there: if you're gonna buy yeah. gravity picks, I would wait until they get. There, or if you like together. them, or maybe I'm just a really shitty player because I'm not even doing pick slides or whatever. But I'm just like, well, I'm that just, was my problem that I had mentioned that like after a pick scrape or even I, I the original formula mm-hmm. in quotes, I don't know. I always had problems with it. Where but then like, later on it starts catching, like one of those picks like has like exactly uh, like a hook on it. Yeah, and that's like it's a hooker. And it's you know it's like <laughs> hookah I, pipe. Yeah, it's I'm like playing bass and I'm like I'm catching the string and I'm like I'm just playing bass. You don't even know I'm, what's going on. Then you look at it, you're like fuck. And I'm not doing any pick slides on you bass. Get, you break out your nail file. You're filing down your mm, on yeah. stage. So I was kind of bummed about that. <laughs> so that's like a you know, hey, I talked so great about these, but they didn't work out for me. So if you, I don't know. I mean, if Just you like gravity, Tortex, dude, yeah, gra- d- Dunlop picks are pretty much the way to go. But yeah, that's kind of it from the what's news. Yeah. Let's get into a couple topics. Okay, so this uh, a music topic, so uh, less guitar related. But um, well, I was thinking, you know, the other day, I'm like. Can, is there like a style of like music that you can just listen to, you know, pretty much anything in that, whether like you know, no matter the, what, right? Yeah, whether you know the band or song specifically, like, uh, say if there was a Spotify playlist of like, you know, punk or whatever, could you listen to that? Or like, I know Sirius has like a lot of channels that you listen to, uh, dad, that are specific of a genre. So, you know how like, uh, think, uh, FM stations and stuff like that suck. It's like the hard rock station, but they're really throwing the top 40s of that genre yeah. out there or like labels are paying to get on the stations. Whereas like, I think I would say like, you know, Spotify curated playlists or like, you know, s- s- you know, serious or like they're playing, you know, stuff. It's like, it's like, okay, you know, these are just the songs that you want to hear or whatever. So I don't know. Is there like a style of music or a genre or a channel <laughs> or whatever that you could say, like, I can listen to anything like that, even if I don't know the band or I do know the band but it's like a deep cut I'll still like it like you're not gonna be like fuck I'm now upset that I made this choice <laughs> you know yeah um, I guess I do 
You want to go first there, big guy? I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. Take, take the lead. You got one loaded. I see guys, one in the chamber. You guys look like a deer caught in the headlights. Anyway, you know? <laughs> we got age and beauty <laughs> taking the lead here. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Old got, age uh, and treachery. Yeah, the silver fox over here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not man. that silver. Hey, you got some coming in. Yeah, well. Well, luckily, you know. Dealing with you guys all the time. What do you expect? Yeah, the foxes have curly hair. Got the froze. No, as far as... It used to be on the uh, terrestrial radio, as they called it. I used to like 94.9. Because yeah, it had, it had, yeah. Yeah, it used to have uh, quite a bit of- uh, It's like an alternative rock station, something like that. Yeah, but it, it so had some of the old throwbacks to the, you know punk rock. It had a little bit of uh, hip-hop stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, it had, uh, you know, uh, some of the older- well-known artists that were doing newer or cover versions, you know, yeah. Johnny Cash and things like that. So it it was actually pretty good. And uh, then it obviously uh, got shit canned and as fell victim to corporate uh, as radio stations tend to do with yeah. their format, and then changed it. So then I quickly, you know. Uh, at least a terrestrial, I listen to the jazz station. Mm-hmm. NP, it's kind of like NPR. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah I, I no, know. but it's it's jazz, but it's it's it was good, you know, because you get a lot of yeah, you get well, a lot it's, of it's it's good. Like I mean, I, I I've learned about people, you know, Felonious Monk. You know, yeah. uh, what was the other few other ones? And it's like I Felonious Monk. Who the heck was that? And then you start listening to the music, and it's like, you know, that's. You know, oh, pretty yeah. good shit. And then Miles Davis yeah. and um, what was the God? It's the other one. It's just an instrumental. Can't remember the name of the of the artist. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, so I listen to that in the garage now. And part of it's because it's the best station that comes in as far <laughs> as reception. <laughs> Only station. And uh, then, but as far as um, like serious. Uh, Satellite. It's always going to be serious to me. It's not going to be serious XM. Yeah. But uh, they used to have a punk channel, and they didn't have any, you know, there was no uh, DJ of any kind or any, uh, uh, you know, interruption by somebody talking. Like, hey, and, everybody, make sure to check out Bluetooth.com. <laughs> and then we got- <laughs> And it was, it was, it was. The, you know, the 70s and early 80s, you know, punk. punk I mean, yeah, you had yeah. Black Flag, you had, you had uh, um, you know. Uh, New York the, Dolls and stuff like that. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big uh, early stuff. Then they had, obviously, Stages. The Clash. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and then they even played some MC5, mm-hmm. you know. Oh. And, yeah, the Motor City 5 back in the day, <laughs> you know. And, uh yeah, that's stuff you could like listen to and be like, I'm not But then they, then they got rid of it, of course. Why, why keep it around? If it's something good, yeah, get rid something of it, yeah. good, you're going to get rid of <laughs> you're it. Probably it's like, the it's only like one going listening to, to it. It's like going to Costco or they give you something where it's like, God, you're always expecting to get the good shit and they oh, have yeah, it there gone. for years. Then all of a sudden it's fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Why would yeah. you get rid of it? No. You know, and then I, I figured it was definitely it probably was because of a supply issue or they couldn't turn the screws to the supplier to get yeah. it low enough and the cost to suit them so they could make their insane amounts of profit. But it's different yeah. for a radio station. Oh, but, we ran out of music. Well, well, it's it all is, gone, but dried up. Now it's it's <laughs> it's Marky Ramone's uh punk rock blitzkrieg. 
uh, is the closest one. Yeah. But after a while, I you know it's you know same you, songs over and over again. Yeah, it's not as it's not as uh, um, diverse, or, diverse or varied in the in the playlist. Right. You know, you it still has a lot of the same groups. You know, but uh, it's not as good as the original punk channel was. Yeah, because they probably years play ago. more deep cuts on that. No, no? Oh, well, yeah, or just more varied, I guess. It's just it's just stuff that I grew up with. Yeah, and then I like I like the new wave channel that they have on Sirius. That's channel thirty three. Yeah, you know, and uh, because they they'll throw in a little, you know. A little punk, you know, because you, you remember Blondie. I mean, they were punk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then you had, uh, um, they didn't, you know, play uh, a lot of real hardcore stuff. There's, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's no uh, uh, Black Flag. There's, there's, there's none of the. What's it was like a artists. like the Damned or something like that. Yeah, they wouldn't play. They wouldn't. You wouldn't hear that on there. At least I haven't. Now you on on the Ramon channel, the Marky Ramon yeah. punk rock Blitzkrieg channel. You'll hear that on there. So it's a good but, good go to between like new wave and like punk, like eighties, seventies punk. Yeah, it's kind of the good go to. And then I the other one is you know I like I like you know good funk music. Yeah, you know and uh, you know, you're talking about you know Sly and the Family Stone, obviously. You know, the uh, Parliament Funkadelic, you know, and Dr. Funkenstein. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Bootsy Collins yeah. and all those. So, I mean, one thing I, I, George Clinton. I mean, those are just some definite go tos. One on thing that. I love about like growing up is there was never one style of music, it was like everything. I have. Like, a, I mean, I can say I can listen to you know Frank Sinatra. Yeah, and then you know? we, we I mean, I love some of the stuff that that guy's got. And some of the like, big band stuff. You go back to the forties. You know, Benny Goodman and his orchestra. I jumped to like I in the mood. It was very yeah. much of like whatever tape was in the car at the time growing up. It was like deal the, with the, it. The, the vapors, <laughs> the Clash. It was. Well, uh, I had. I, know, yeah, I had. I had the vapors. Everybody yeah, knows. Boys, you know, the turning, fat boys, turning, yeah. or whatever the <laughs> turning Japanese. But but if you go into you know, uh, there. I don't know how many albums they had. I think they just had the one. There's one on Spotify that's like and has the vapors. You know, you listen to the other songs besides you know turning Turn Japanese. Japanese yeah. It's like shit, man. Why didn't these guys blow up? Make it. Yeah. You know, and then you had you had the. I liked Billy Idol when he was with Generation X. Mm-hmm. You know, I, his stuff on it on his own is okay, but it, it wasn't the same. As when he was with Generation X, yeah, and um, but I like the you know the Chemical Brothers, mm-hmm. you know? really, yeah. oh yeah, all right, yeah. All right. and uh, uh, the Prodigy, yeah, you know, and uh, that was a lot of stuff you'd hear on, you know, ninety four nine, yeah, and uh, and like I say, in that same station would play like the Beastie Boys, yeah, you know, and I got. All the Beastie Boys, stuff. and even like through yeah, to like to the Five Burrows and stuff like that. It was like they're all really. Well, I had good. the I had the uh, the cassette tape licensed to ill, and I yeah. cannot for the life of me 
figure out where the fuck I put it. Brian stole it. Probably did. <laughs> yeah, I probably or stole you it. took it and oh, yeah. you fucking I, I lost it for everything, yeah, along you, with my motorcycle keys. It's one of us lost. It's it. probably <laughs> lost. It's probably there with my motorcycle keys and my tape and all and, the pencils and, yeah, and, your, and, and my, your dignity. Yeah, and the time right. and probably my extra extension that you fucking bogarted for <laughs> oh, I don't know how God. many months. God, I was so pissed. I said, "Where the fuck did that go?" I like because it's like these songs are so easily available on Spotify, but you, you're not <laughs> you gonna do no, man, I don't want that. It's like God, I gotta what, buy new fucking hardware or something for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like no, man, my radio's got a crank on the side. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. but yeah, I, I, I like it. It was like the whole like, can you pick a genre? And you couldn't pick one because no. it's a, that that really defines your music style. It's like. Growing up, it's like you never, and even now, it's like you can't. It's like I like what I like. It's good if it's good. Yeah. And I like it if I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's. Uh, I like uh, you know Led Zeppelin, the earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I think I have Physical Graffiti, or is it? I can't remember what, which one. I mean, I love Disraeli Gears, mm-hmm. the uh, Cream album. That's a fucking. That's a, that's. A, you can listen to that. You know. Uh, end to end, and um, and then I have, you know, I, I was really into Aerosmith for some in the eighties, yeah, and the early seventies. You had Draw the Line, you had Rocks, you had Night in the Ruts or Right in the Nuts, depending on which way you what side of the cover you had, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and uh, you know Molly Hatchet. You know, some of those I just got into because of the the cover art. It was just such cool cover art yeah. on there. And that's all gone now. Yeah, you know? it's going straight to digital. You don't even look yeah, at it's it. It's like, man, that used to be a thing to go to go to a place like Tower Records. It could spend hours in Tower Records. They had the most obscure music that you would never think you could find. And it could spend hours and you, they would play the, the, the cut if you wanted to, to see if you really liked yeah. what it was. And it had... Every genre of music you could possibly imagine, and I and it was uh, like an experience. Going, well, you'd there. go there like, for for hours. I, I I could I could be there for two three hours. Yeah, Licorice Pizza was the other one. You know, Licorice Pizza was yeah. one of those, and um, you'd go in there because they used to have a, a store down on the beach on Garnett. Yeah, that's the name of the store, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, they had the the the, the and I had the the art that was on every bag that you would yeah. get your album in, you know. And it had it had some broad with uh you know, uh she was in her in her uh you know uh, her her bathing suit. No, no, not her bathing suit. But she was <laughs> she had her apron on. Yeah. Like she was just coming from the kitchen. Oh, okay. And here I'm serving up the licorice pizza, which was obviously Kyle, the album. Yourself. I know, sorry. And, you know, and, and the steam coming off of it. And it yeah, was just right. it was lic- just cool art. You know, all that's gone now. Like the art of like the buying it, the And then you open it up and you get liner notes and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so it was a, it was a whole experience. And I would go, you know, to uh, and I'd get paid, you know, from working Jack in the Box. Get your shekel, and uh, you know, I'd go spend, you know, uh, some money on that kind of stuff. You yeah, know, it was just a, it was experience. Do you think like uh, albums and bands had bigger Im- impact? I'd say with like, you know, like well, it was the, an experience to go yeah. to the store to buy this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
You couldn't just click a button or go, you know, sit there and swipe across your fucking iPad or your stupid phone and everything else like (laughs) that to where you had to go there. You had to search through the racks to find what you wanted. Yeah. You had to like really be in tune nowadays to like know what's the most popular thing, what's like happening, what's the memes about and shit. I'm not into that shit. So I'm not either. And like, (laughs) I'm your son. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't even know that yet anymore. I'm already out of it. I'm yeah, 30, you used 30, to be on top of it all. No, not really. No, <laughs> no. but I'm like 32 years old. Now I'm like, they're like, what are kids listening to these days? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. They're Machine listening to, Kelly, uh, listening to Cardi B with her wet ass pussy. Yeah. You know, that to me, is like, you know, that may be a great marketing technique, but I'm sorry that to me, that's just, you know, it's, it's just it, not music. I, I guess you're right. It, 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 it is good marketing, but it's like but it's every, not every, all about the marketing. It's it reminds me of the guys that used to see at the drag racing. Uh, you know, they're sportsmen. They they're yeah. doing it because they you know they put the money in, and it's not just a hobby. It is and it isn't. But they're they just love doing it, and they get yeah. something out of it. And you know, maybe they don't get a trophy or anything else like that, but it's for the love of the sport. And going and fast. it seems, well, well that's and, part of I mean, it. But the yeah, thing is, is that that's, that's what music to me used to be. They loved to it do it. Like, it was, it was a passion and you can almost like feel that like, okay, whether they were getting paid for it or not, which sometimes back in the day, they were Well, they were, a lot of them, a lot of the artists were getting screwed. They were getting fucked by over. the, uh, the, uh, the, the labels and stuff yeah. like that. And, or whoever signed them or management or whatever. But it's like they had the passion for the music and they would write it that, and you can like hear it and feel it and be inspired by it. And it's nowadays, you know, you could argue whatever you want and that's a different topic. But I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand that. But I, I, we went off topic and I, I love it. But yeah, I would say for me, like music that I can listen to, it's like I don't know, pop punk, skate punk. And everybody's like, duh, we know that. Yeah. What the hell is skate punk? I would say like bands like you're, you're not going to listen. <laughs> what the fuck is skate punk other than some little fucking wet behind the ears asshole driving around on his uh, like, um, like you know, I, Alva board? I would say, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, uh, somebody like if you would listen to like, you know, like, yeah, and even Blink-182 technically. Blink-182, like, you know, Green Day, stuff like that. I would say I like, there's certain Green Day songs I, I love to yeah, hear. Yeah, I could, I could totally listen Jesus to Jesus like, of Suburbia was yeah, one that comes to mind. Really good one. And that's a band, like stuff like that I could totally listen to is like where it's like a faster type of thing, a lot of energy and I can totally like, okay, I've gotten less into like band specific. I could just be like, yeah, I'll listen to that. I'll just push play and I'll go into it. Like sometimes you listen to on Spotify. Yeah. You listen to a band or an album and when it reaches the end of that album, it'll kick to like, Here's what we think Suggested. you would like. And I'm like, I'm totally down for that, especially at work or whatever I'm driving or whatever. So yeah, that's for me. With mine, I, I, I tend to like go back to like classic rock kind of mm-hmm. or like ACDC or, you know. Oh man, or, I like that. I mean, I like that too. Yeah. Or I like AC- Cred- Credence, Clearwater. Well, got to have the Credence. Yeah. You know, as, like, uh, as the dude would say, got, yeah. where's the Credence? Yeah. <laughs> so I tend to like go back to that kind of stuff. Um I think are, are you kind of feeling like you're like finding more things that you do like that you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm finding like maybe I heard this song like back in the day on the radio or whatever, yeah. and now I'm like, oh, actually, I'm finding Shit. something else I like about it. I have a job now; I can actually listen to that record <laughs> or you know whatever. But um, yeah, now, like now that I'm, work, I'm working, t- I yeah. have a sense of like I hate this. I hate the man now. Yeah, 
No. <laughs> um, yeah, so just, I guess classic rock is kind of what I moved to. Yeah. And you're kind of um, like seeing, I don't know, uh, maybe more things out of classic rock that you didn't hear before as far as like, oh, maybe yeah. like songwriting and like, you know, structure and stuff right. like that. Oh, they actually wrote lyrics for that song. I've never listened or, you know, tried to find them. Or you just like mumble words. I'm like, yeah, okay. I That's made up. I word. made yeah. up. in the God of DeVita there. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they were, if I'm not mistaken, they were a San Diego band. Oh, yeah. Iron Butterfly. Yeah, yeah no, in, they were. Yeah, in the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. is what it was supposed to be. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they had a, a few too many, uh, you know, bong hits, <laughs> ripping on it, <laughs> so. malt hops and bong loads, <laughs> bong, bong malted resin. hops and bong resin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what it was like. <laughs> that's what it was. That's the Tommy Boy. Well, that's the Tommy Boy there. Well, you know, fat guy, little cold. Yeah, we got the <laughs> there you go. Yeah, full, full circle first, on that. Full circle. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, well, we had another topic, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like this is going to be a hard segue. What is your favorite color, Kyle? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. no. The hard segue to like. Well, I know uh, you and, and Kyle have been working. We've talked about it a bunch, like for oh, months, working on the El Camino. <laughs> Working yeah. on the car. We'll the Elko? We the Elker? Yeah. Like, I know, like, that's been, like, a saga. But it's, it's running now, right? Yeah. It's driving. It's running. So, I know you're... you're it's I never stopping. see you driving it, but, yeah, it, you know, it, it, it I runs. think I still have the grease in my hair. Oh, man, that's a dirty boy. <laughs> from scraping it <laughs> off of that you goddamn a, engine of yours. You could be a T-bird and, you know, rolling <laughs> back. <laughs> but what are your top, like, you know... Maybe three, five movie TV cars, vehicles. I know you're your car guy. I'm not one. Kyle is kind of one, right? What, a movie car, guy? Depends. Car, car guy, movie guy. <laughs> yeah. So, car, yeah, I'd say he would be a car guy. I would say, uh, you know. If, He's a car fella. If, if you have your, your top five TV movie cars that you'd like to well, drive. Well, the top, you, the top. Num- the number one on the hit parade. Yeah. That you would like it, to like. That I would love to own. Own, drive, no, see in person. I don't want to just drive them. I don't want to. You want to own them. Okay. The top that, five the that you want to own. I'm, I'm probably going to have a top one or two. The top five, starting with, uh, let's say, number. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with number one. You know, everybody wants to start. Five. Converse. Yeah. With that, just start somewhere. I don't so, give a fuck. <laughs> number one would be the uh, '55 Chevy from Tulane Blacktop. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in the movie Tulane Blacktop, and it was built by, uh, I believe, uh, Richard Ruth, who was also in the movie. He was yeah. in the, uh, I think the. Second or third scene, where he was uh, the one of the uh, workers at the gas station in Needles, California, as they were moving across the country, and he built the car, and it had the uh, four fifty four big block, and I think it was the Edelbrock. I can't remember the name or the model for the tunnel ram, and it had uh, you know. Uh, two of the uh, four-barrel Holly carburetors, the uh, side float style like his on your car. I think there were 600 CFMs. And they had this 
this crudely built, you know, uh, airbox uh, scoop on the fiberglass tilt front end, and uh, some pretty intricate uh, Fenderwell headers, and I think it had a 57 Pontiac rear end, four-speed M22 rock crusher transmission, and you cannot mistake that whine on that <laughs> transmission. Yeah, you're telling the me M20s and M21s do have a little bit of a whine, but not the same as the M22. Not, not because the, the crusher, way, not the grinder or whatever they... Well, it's because of the angle of the, the way the, the gears are cut. I think it's a 22-degree angle instead of the... What is it, 45 on the other? I can't remember, but... Anyway, it was just it was just all around you know uh, cool car and had the um, uh, American uh, racing uh, the Daisy you know, five spoke rims and um, that would be the car that I would love to own. They also used uh, that car and a couple of others because they had they had I think three three cars. They had uh, the movie car for the exterior shot and one for the interior shot and then um i think there was one more and um they used the same uh setup for american graffiti for the falfa 55 mm-hmm. and uh that was the black chevy that supposedly rolled at the end of the movie but you could clearly see that the car that they used for the the crash scene was nowhere near. Well, yeah, the car. you want to destroy the one the one car. Well, hey, you know, if you want realism, you want realism. But then again, even if you go to you know, Vanishing Point in '71, the the end because they seem to like to crash cars at the very end. You had Vanishing Point with uh, um, the '70. Uh, Challenger, I think it was a uh, 440 uh, six-pack. You can't go through yeah. every movie and name all, some of my cars, so yeah, we can't. And, uh, but at the end, <laughs> you know, uh, Kowalski was going down somewhere in California, and they had the, I think they were D8 or D9 cats that were blocking the road, and he just drives right into it. Well, it was a 69 uh, Camaro. <laughs> it's yeah. what they used oh, really? at the end. It wasn't the 70 Challenger, no. <laughs> and so um, that one, <laughs> really? then you had- they Completely had, different car. Then, then you had, obviously, like I say, you had the uh, American Graffiti, Falfa rolls uh-huh. it, you know, when racing Milner. And then uh, the other one, which was a good one, which was uh, Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry. And that was uh, with Susan George and, and, uh, and uh, Peter Fonda. And they, that was a six, was it a 69? Nice. Mm, I, think it was a 60, I think it was a 69 uh, Charger. Okay. And at the end, they're evading uh, the sheriff. I think they took, I think those, uh, that scene was done somewhere in like Bakersfield and then farmlands they crashed that shit too well yeah they 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 crashed that into a train well they do that in was it fast and furious they do a challenger into i mean they get the the car t-bones it's like yeah you fuck up these cars you know (laughs) i guess they were dime a dozen back then but 
We yeah, did that no. with a, was General Lee also with well, the, yeah, with the, with the newest. Those. I mean, it's like probably a decade old now. Yeah, like Dukes of Hazard movie. It's like they show like the end scene of just them just doing the jumps, just fucking up that like car. twenty or thirty cars they went through. But they're, I'm sure they're body. I don't know if they're they're not original. Uh, they're I just don't dragged know. them out I of mean, the, the junkyard. I mean the 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 car in uh, uh, the Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the Ferrari, that wasn't a Ferrari. No, it was just it was a, a kit car. Small, yeah. had a small block Chevy in the thing. Yeah. But anyway, so that would be number one. Number two. What do you number two would uh, be Milner's uh, 32 Coupe. The piss yellow puke green, <laughs> as Falfa would say, 32 Coupe. That was another one, uh, the TXH. Or THX one eleven thirty eight was the license plate, you know, because uh, the uh, movie that uh, George Lucas did was was a TH one thirty one. THX. THX. Yeah, THX one. It was THX uh, eleven thirty eight. I think was the plate, or maybe it was one thirty eight. I don't remember. It was something like that. But that one would be number two. Number three would be in the same movie, American Graffiti, is that 58 Impala. That was uh, the white Impala of Steve Bolander, better known as uh, Richie Cunningham, and uh, but uh, he was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ron Howard, oh, the yeah. real actor, the real actor's name. Because it just, it just it Howard, had that yeah. rake to yeah. it, you know, it had the chrome reverse wheels, yeah. it had the... The uh, clayed in uh, Cadillac uh, taillights and uh, Ray Evernham, who was uh, Jeff Gordon's crew chief for a long time, and then he went out on his own. He bought the car from uh, the owner of the vehicle for many decades, who actually, if I'm not mistaken, bought it from the studio for few hundred dollars. Dang. And he had it for decades. And Evernham, and he's got a, you can see it on YouTube, he restored it back to the way it was uh, portrayed in the movie mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, four speed and a 327 with the six Stromberg carburetors. And it didn't have that. It had a 348, uh, you know, uh, uh, engine uh, kind of with porcupine heads they would call it kind of the predecessor or the uh, to the big block Chevy and uh, it only had a three I think it only had a three speed in the three in the tree in the mo- no in the movie oh, yeah, okay. it was a floor ship but a three speed but you know he towed you know Charles Martin Smith who was the actor you know he said yeah you know he picks up uh, Candy Clark you know uh, what's her name I don't I can't remember her name is the character in the movie and says, does this thing peel out? You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, and I love it when guys peel out. And so he's, you know, the guy, he has these big droopy fucking, you know, cheeks, you know, like droopy, the, the dog, the, the, the dog, dog right, you know, right, right. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and, you know, but he was a, he was a cool actor and, and he, uh, proceeds to, to peel out from the curb and it's just, uh, but when, uh, Everham restored that car that had these, and I never even noticed it. And I've seen that movie at least a hundred times or more. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, uh, you know, I think it was Popular Hot Rodding uh, in the 70s did 
ex, uh, did articles on all three of those cars, and I never noticed the little shadow lines of uh, red where the trim was on the quarter panels, the door, and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, because a lot of it was, you know, just hard to see in the movie. Yeah. But it had it had those, and that that '58 uh, Chevy, the Impala. I mean, the the trim was just unlike any other quote unquote tri five Chevy, and uh, that's when I went to the dual headlights and uh, the uh, uh, turn indicators in the front. You know, there were duals, and then obviously the three tail lights. But the the fins in the back, it was starting to kind of go to that uh, that. Uh, Space that kind of aerospace kind of era, yeah, the where a lot of era. yeah, where they have that on the hood emblems, were like you know jet plane or something yeah. like that. So it was just starting to to get to to that, but it just had the perfect rake, had the chrome reverse you know wheels on it, and uh, that would be the number three. Now number four, um, you know, even though I I love the. The '69 Charger, I just, I just cannot. I there you go, seventy. Come on. No, no, for Dukes of Hazard, the, the TV. Oh. oh, okay. I mean, I just that paint scheme, and I'm, it's not because it's politically correct to say that. that I just flag. never dug that the orange with yeah. the push bumper, the brush guard, or whatever in yeah. the front, and all that, and those turbine style wheels. But I love the Coke bottle style of the '69 Charger, but. Um, I would say that because uh, uh, I do, I, I I do, you know, I know I've picked three, you know, basically uh, Chevy. Even though Milner's was a Ford, but it had a Chevy drivetrain in it. Um, but uh, the the other one, um, number four, would probably be the the '57 Chevy from Hollywood Nights. All right. uh, Tony Danza yeah. was the driver with Michelle Pfeiffer as his girlfriend. Tony Danza, and it had the it had the blown uh, small block Chevy in it. It was the it was popular Hot Rodding's Project X car. Yeah, and just just again the rake the the size of the of the the tires uh, that that uh, six seventy one GMC blower out of the hoodless fifty seven. And uh, it just it just looked good. It was just a, it was a great looking car, and uh, they blew. I think they blew the engine during the filming of the movie. Oh. And I think they left. They, in the one scene you can actually see the smoke coming out over it. It says he's uh, racing uh, oh, against the uh, Cobra, and uh, so they lunched that thing pretty pretty good. <laughs> um, and then the. Uh, the the fifth one, <sighs> you can pick For, a motorcycle if you want. Well, the fifth one would I mean, probably. Uh, well, if it's any motorized or vehicle with a gasoline powered engine. I guess that uh, it would probably, of the two-wheeled variety, would be the uh, chips, the television series, the first first season, the yeah the uh, CHP bike, that mm-hmm. Z1P 
that both Ponch and John drove. Because if I'm not mistaken, they were actual CHP bikes. Yeah. And I used that uh, DVD series when it came out. Used as a guide, As right? a guide to restore the one that I yeah. purchased that was in literally a basket case. It was literally the parts were in baskets. <laughs> and <laughs> that's where they got the name. And I, I, I put that together and I firmly believe that that one was even a better representation of the uh, CHP bike because it was a CHP bike. Yeah. It had the CHP identification brass plaque still yeah. with it and all of the, uh, yeah, you were saying the switching then whatnot that was uh, uh, a part of that that uh, West Coast era because this uh, mostly the CHP had those, but uh, LAPD had a few, and San Diego PD had like maybe a couple of them, and uh, but to have a you know uh, that particular bike with all the accoutrement mm-hmm. uh, would probably be the the fifth one. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, because I took the one I did and restored and sold it and it went back to Japan. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, for yeah. the longest time, they couldn't, you couldn't in Japan buy uh, a motorcycle that had a, an engine displacement larger than 750 cc's. So <laughs> they couldn't, I can't remember why they what that the reason for it is, but probably a fuel thing. But they 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 relaxed those rules, and then there's a whole contingent of Japanese that just love to dress up in CHP chips uniform, yeah. the chips thing. And, and, right, right. Oh yeah, and uh, and I ended up uh, selling uh, a few of them. Only one Z1P because there was only 200, approximately 200 of those made. Yeah. And they were, uh, the components, they took the Z1, the super bike as it was known, 900cc, and uh, the CHP and uh, I believe LAPD got together with Kawasaki and uh, uh, and Dan Gurney of All-American Racers up in, I think, Santa Ana and uh Put their specifications together, and Dan Gurney uh, all the created the all the parts yeah. to convert it to Z1P for That's what they want police, police. Yeah, to fit their criteria. That's yeah. pretty cool. So, yeah. and then they what you ended up selling it just yeah, back to Japan. That's pretty cool. Well, because I got to the point where I just well, it was American-made bike, anyway. technically, wasn't it? Was it made they, in Nebraska? I, I don't. Down I don't know hole. if those were Nebraska uh, made. Uh, I know the later one, the one that I have still, the 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 uh, C4 1000 CC is a Nebraska made, but uh, those it was kind of uh, made. I mean, like I say, they, they they made them as the yeah as the Z1 bikes, and then they would come in and and you know replace the the pieces with yeah. the components to make it uh, the uh, CHP spec and then everybody else would get the same basic bike but um but yeah i mean it was kind of like it's american assembled 
you assembled it here and then send it back to American. No, I mean the parts that made it what it was were were built in Southern California. Yeah. And then yeah. yeah you, that uh, damn, I didn't know you yeah, that's pretty cool. But uh Kyle, you got a get a yeah, few I got I got a few um so from the movie actually it's a series, right? The series of uh, the Mad Max series. I'd like to get a Falcon X B. It's the like it's when you think of like Road Warrior Mad Max, it's his like black vehicle. It's the last of the VAs. Oh no, that's the one I forgot. It's yeah, the, you need the you need uh, the so one like, the, that uh, the that, blue uh, and yellow one, the, the interceptor. interceptor. That yeah. was that's that's the cool one. But With the, full regalia. The yeah, the uh, the, the light package. And, yeah, and so you pulled over just driving down the highway. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> so you got you know, just, it looks like a cop car from Price to Pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, With the, the MFP on the yeah. back there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'd like to get that like flat black vehicle. Yeah. It'd be cool. You can find them in With its Australia. disengaged, uh, disengageable supercharger. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, it was a bullet Mustang. I don't know, that'd be kind of cool. The 67 Fastback. Mm-hmm. That one just green. sold like in the last Millions year. Of dollars, oh yeah. And it's like you look at the car, it's and I mean, aside from the provenance of yeah. Steve McQueen, it's like it's just, it's really not anything that special. It's what made it special was you know Steve the McQueen. way he drove it, yeah, you know, and uh, but you you've obviously seen the movie, yeah, and you know the 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 joke is how many. Hubcaps oh, fall, were off lost same. off of the '68 Charger. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's like you know the thing would have to have had you know like about what uh, you know <laughs> every turn he does he loses two dozen the sets same of one. wheels. Yeah, <laughs> and then also the uh, the, uh, the same uh, the Volkswagen VW Bug, and it's got time. it's in different angles. It's from the front, and then it's from the side, and it's from the back. They had, they had a really low budget. Actually, didn't they film that? They didn't even close streets for that, right? No, the one you're probably thinking of is oh, uh, a is French connection. French connection, because yeah. what they did is <laughs> it's like rogue filming. They just drove fast down. So the when Hackman in got into the uh, into that Le Mans, the four door Le Mans, yeah. is that he was driving under? I don't know if they called it the one L, of the, one but of the, the elevated there. train, and he was underneath there. And uh, now, if you look at it, you can see that they sped up. The film, yeah, you see people walking because he like, was just he was just driving <laughs> at regular speed, yeah. and he people he, like power walking. He and sped like, up the, and the like film, the middle yeah. winter there. But I tell you, one of the best films if you if you're a car guy is uh, Gone in sixty seconds, the original, the original Halecki film, not the, the fucking one from not the goofball one from two thousand. <laughs> that uh, uh, because that they had the opening scene in that. Was uh, this? I, I believe a, a train derailed, and uh, uh, the uh, Toby Halecki, he was the one that he was the actor in there, and also the producer and all that stuff. And uh, he, uh, um, I guess I can't remember how he was uh, uh, contacted, but that that this had incident had already occurred. And he was playing like an insurance adjuster or something like that, as well as a car thief. And uh, they decided to use that. That was a real event. Just the same as when he's being chased 
in Eleanor, and he loses control and hits the light pole. Oh, shit. Yeah, actually, that was an actual accident. It wasn't a stunt. <laughs> it was an actual accident where they hit the pole, and they just kept it in there. And uh, But it was uh, – I'm pretty certain that uh, that – most, if not all, of those uh, police vehicles were actual vehicles from those particular departments. Damn. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue on my list. I got a uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Like everyone wants that. I know. I mean, probably yeah. not with the big bird on the front, but with a fire chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fire chicken. <laughs> um, and the screaming chicken. <laughs> I think. Uh, let's see. I'd like to Wayne's have Wayne's World. I'm going to go Wayne's World and get that What, the gremlin. pacer? The gremlin. No, it was the pacer. No. It's a pacer. It's not a gremlin. It's not a gremlin? No. All right, well then, okay, scratch that, that one. Thing, that, that thing is a friggin', you know, uh, uh, fish tank on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> that was pace, AMC's pacer, you know. The uh, big thing was it, it was had so much more room on the width than they would show in their ads and the yeah. and the car magazines and whatnot and showing where where this vehicle, you know, uh, uh why would you outlined. want a wider car? Well, because more room, you know, and you had the storage in the You're back. Not like rock crawling. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> um, for every parking lot. Heather's uh father had uh-huh. one of those things. And that was actually, you know, it, it wasn't a real looker. But it, it was roomy, to yeah. say the least. At least like it fit the ad there. But I guess, a, yeah. But AMC, I mean, a Gremlin, you know, I think they came with the, the 304, AMC 304, and I can't remember the other, if you could get the other. But there's a few Gremlins around that are pretty pretty hot little cars. And they're kind of, I mean, if they're hot-rotted, they look pretty, they're definitely unique. Yeah. You see yeah. too many of them. I would say like uh, just like the very guy out there. Mine is uh, pretty pretty simple. I got like one. I guess it was just be like Back to the Future. Oh, that, I thought you were gonna <laughs> label fucking like the DeLorean. That would be so sick. It, it <laughs> oh stands out. I would say like what we like from the cokehead himself. Yeah, yeah. But he did cre- he did create the GTO. So. Yeah. yeah, it's like years ago. I think we saw one just like hanging out downtown. Went to go see like a show. Yeah, it's of, like a DeLorean. A, huh? They look cool. Yeah. That'd be so sick. I'm like, like it's a small car. Uh, you can get them made, right? Yeah, you, like, they still have like new old stock parts. Oh not, shit, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're yeah, not you, really considered a brand new car. Yeah, but, the new old stock parts. Like, but it's there. Yeah, with the gull wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you roll the car, you die on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and the windows are only like slide open. Oh god, yeah, it's like you're a fucking chicken in a pot. Yeah. 88 miles, you see some real shit around. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, to me, I'm like, they, they still stand out. Every time you see them, it's like. Yeah, and it's just a stainless steel body. And it's exactly. like, God help you if you ever have an accident. There's it no like body filler for that. Yeah. Well, you could get uh, like a panel out of like a sink or something. Yeah. You just pull them from like a stainless <laughs> no, I steel. I think they still, they still have. <laughs> you can get uh, panels. Replacement but yeah, panels. I, I, I see I see those. I'm like, man, they just just stand out i know they're not like i'm sure they're not like that big of a deal of a car but i mean like that's why i'm like this topic i'm like ah, i don't really have much to say i would like yeah. to say delorean <laughs> would be great but let's get on out of here i think it's a little longer let's one let's get on <laughs> out of here so we're gonna you know do our our deal here but uh before we go i just want to say dad thanks for joining us 
Yeah. Well, you'll get my bill. Yeah. <laughs> send, send, send us the bill here. Send You're the, the therapist bill. on this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. So Facebook, search the Tone Jerks. We have a group. Join that. We're talking uh, cool shit there. And then we have Instagram, at the Tone Jerks. We're posting videos and pics over there. And if you really like what you hear, you can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you drop two bucks a month, two bucks. double down, you get an extra episode every week. We have some people to thank, right, Kyle? Yeah, I got a list. We're going to give you a huge shout out, a sizable acknowledgement. Kyle, give us that list, baby. All right. Uh, we got Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove, Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Doug King. Doug Christ from 37 Effects. We talked about him a lot on this episode. Uh, Abe Newman, Michael Newman, Nicholas Payson, Nicholas Ogburn, Colin Smith, Jason Fuzzmonger, Joe from Like My Pedals, and Will Lehu from the Just Surprise Me podcast. We have Rom Yorn, Jamie Davis, Jim Bowers, Johnny Ray, Steve Mike. You're just like running through these. I'm like, I got no chance well, to like, you know, yeah, whatever. We've got, well, I took a big breath, so I just got to let it all out. You're still holding your breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like this is my first time I got to talk in a while. I know. I keep my mouth shut all day for this shit. Just uh, holding, you're holding your breath like Kirby style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Rowell from Sixty Cycle Hum. Did you want me? Did you? You're good. Kevin he quits from me. Quits guitars. Co Schneider from the Flip and Flippers podcast. Brett Alexander. Alvaro Viramontes, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Mel Chibson from Chibson Guitars. There you go. <laughs> Sean Fahey, Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop, Sean Wright from Lollygagger Effects, Juan Ortiz from Tone Hungry Effects. My dad's like looking at him like, what the fuck? Yeah, what <laughs> it's <are> you... like, <laughs> we don't run ads. <laughs> we have Patreon. Yeah. Like, we'll hit up Bluetooth. Shout like, outs. Yeah. 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 Mac Weldon yeah. or something. Yeah. Mac Weldon. Blue Simply Chew. Safe or something. Whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever Howard's doing. Whatever sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Is he doing Bluetooth? He does. Jesus. We were Howard 101 one time. We were driving. The same, like, oh, I went to Northern California, and it's like, I heard Bluetooth ads, Mac Weldon. I'm like, oh, they do that on, like, uh, Tim the, Dillon and, yeah. like, you know, a Rad Dude cast. It's a uh, magic spoon. Yeah, magic spoon. It makes you just less fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we have the boys, uh, Mike Oxbig and Hugh G-Rection. There you go. <laughs> those, those big boys are at it again this week. Huge ass. Not, yeah. It's, it's huge. not Hugh Jorgen. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his brother or his cousin. Uh, Zach Hale. Eric Merrill from YouTube. Uh, Scott Hamilton from the Effects Loop Podcast. Tim Nowick from Bardic Audio Devices. We talked about his stuff. Hey, good cool shit. Giveaways. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan Jerzyk from 12th Hour Devices. And another giveaway another we're going to do yeah. when I figure that out. And that's All right. it. That's, that's it. All right. Thanks, we will everyone. see you next week. Well, boy. Bye. Thanks.